A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, everyone. It is Michael Hing here. How are you? Um, that is either good or bad, depending uh, on what you said. Um, two things. Number one, I'm doing some stand-up shows. Um, I got a brand new hour of stand-up. It's called Kill Hing in the Name of. Very funny part, I know. Uh, it is all about me uh, getting my dream job on radio uh, and then getting a lot of death threats and then my fail-proof plan to fake my own death. Um, I'll be taking it to the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Uh, shows are on the Comedy Republic from the 24th of March to the 5th of April. Then the Sydney Comedy Festival after that. You can find tickets uh, at the Comedy Festival websites. Um, and I would love to see some dragos there. Oh, my goodness. Um, and, you know, given how little difference and space there is between the character of Frizo and the reality of me, uh, Michael Higg, you know, it'll just be like Frizo doing an hour of stand-up. Thing number two, if you're in Sydney, we would love to see you at a live Dragon Friends taping. Please come along to a show at the Comedy Store. The next one is on the 14th of April. You can meet us, you can hang out, grab a drink with us, buy some merch. Please come. All right, that is enough from me. Here's your podcast. How is everyone? Did everyone have a good week? Did anything horrible and traumatic happen to them? Uh, yeah, I was on the Today Show and they called me Dave Harmon, the worst thing a person could be called. <laughs> Friendship is forever. Friendship never ends. It doesn't matter what time you're in. You're still a dragon friend. Since the dragon friends faced down their old enemy, the vampire Strahd, in Icewind Dale. And yet, thanks to a relic of long-lost magic called Chronomancy, Bobby, Baston, Filge and Friezo, and let's try not to forget Banknote, have all been flung 1,000 years back in time directly. Oh, and Tom Walker's character. Oh, yeah, but who cares? <laughs> <laughs> if, he, if he wants us to care about his characters, he has to remember to come to the fucking show. <laughs> That's fair. Directly flung back into the last days of the ancient empire of old Netheril. This era of history is known by the sages as the first age of wonder, and it is easy to see why. The Netherese leave lives of impossible luxury floating in cities above what will one day become the Sword Coast that you all know. You have already met their leader, the wise and intense young archmage Cassus, as well as a few other members of his inner circle, but the body is not meant to travel this direction in time and you have had little chance to enjoy the glamours of the first age as it feels like your insides are slowly but insistently coming apart. Your new friend Arcanist Val has told you not to panic and furnished you with medicines to keep the pain at bay. Friezo Friesofferson, you have insisted on learning more about the world, demanding that you be allowed to visit the common people who live below the Netherese, the free folk. So it is, directly after dinner, that the four of you embark on a wondrous flying ship emblazoned with the name The Rapture. Skymaster Chiron is there and willing to shuttle you down so that you can see with your own eyes how the grace of Netheril touches even her lowliest subjects. Chiron turns to face you as you step onto the surprisingly buoyant deck. 
How buoyant are we talking? Well, it's wood and it's floating. This entire ship. It's a ship for about 40 people, I would say. It's two decks, three sails, but there is, um, it shimmers at the bottom. There are these giant beams of spellstone worked into the deck and it floats beside Eilinar, the floating city that you're on. You walk onto a gangplank and you can feel the decks give and settle as they adjust. Boing. <laughs> what do you. Filch. Jumps on the deck. <laughs> There's a little bit of give. There's a pleasant amount of give. Good boy, good boy, good boy. Stop good that. Boy. Stop, Stop that. that. Skymaster Chiron is there. Is his brain really rattling around in his jar? He doesn't like it because it's making bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> it will take four hours to reach our destination. You understand this is Lord Cassus's personal skyship, and as his guests, you are free to travel where you will. But all of you understand one thing. I do not trust any of you. I do not trust that you have this empire's interests at heart. And if I or my men spot any action untoward from the four of you, I will not hesitate to turn this ship around and bring you back to Lord Cassus in chains. Where should I look at you? What? Like, <laughs> I don't know where to look because you don't have any eyes. I mean, it's just... It's, I mean, the jar. It's just like a whole area. Like, is it like a... Can we, like, draw... If I'm looking at the jar, I don't want to be staring at the brain in the jar. That feels rude. 90% of trust is eye contact. And because the water's moving around, I think even when he's standing still, the brain is just doing lazy circles. (laughs) Do you think, and, like, I... Can't help but notice you didn't include me in that um, I don't trust you thing, which is really nice because you said four, and I assume that I'm. Arcanist Val, you will be accompanying us? Yes, yes, no, I'm here. I'm a little bit little, but I'm here. So, so you were hiding, hiding behind, behind the half orc, so I, I see you now, I'm sorry about I don't trust you. Well, I wasn't included in the first thought, so I think you trust me a little bit. <laughs> Have you considered um, a scientific solution to this problem? A trust game. Ooh, googly eyes on okay. the jar. I was going to say it's a googly eyes. <laughs> googly eyes for me. Well, I mean, I, 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 I have a pair of googly eyes. I thought you might. <laughs> I, oh, they're sticky, sticky. Oh, if a brain had eyes. <laughs> but do you see? Can you see? I see. Is he uh, Skymaster Chiron, a veteran of the Wars of the First Age, is a brain in a jar on a metal body, and he has sensors all around him, a speaker system built into his neck. But it's a large metal body with a with a bell jar and. A Where's brain. your eye sensor? Well, the eye sensor is he sort of is a, is a node on his neck. But now there oh, are two. Oh, you can't see me. Baston puts his hand up. Yeah, I'm I'm gone. Where am I? I'm gone. I'm back again. <laughs> You know, you know, can do this to just somebody with eyes. Yeah, <laughs> like, but like, like, this is not a. <laughs> I am under strict orders to bring you to the surface. I am not under orders to put up with any of this. I will be on the bridge. I will see you in four hours. And he storms off, um, stamping down the deck towards. But it's a bit buoyant, so is he kind of going boing? <laughs> He's, he's trying to, like, not. But, yeah. yeah, there's a little bit of bounce going. The it's brain like, is slushing pleasingly. It's like you ever had to try and, and exit a trampoline uh, <laughs> with, with dignity? dignity? Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's tricky. Yeah. It's tricky. He's trying to walk so that the <laughs> eyes don't go to Google everywhere, but they are. That guy is tense. Uh, Freezer's going to follow him to the bridge. Well, you can't because as he walks through, bulkheads clamp shut behind oh. him. Dexterity to sneak. What do I need, Dave? 300. 
<laughs> but a 20 always passes. No, a 20 passes. is a success, Hing. Roll for Roll it. Roll the dice. Oh, you That's just... a 20, bitch. Ha, 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 Would anybody it like is. some notes? <laughs> it is it is so fun to own a petard until you get hoisted by I it. I know. Remember when you bought that petard? You were like, I cannot wait to hoist others. I'm going to hoist others. <laughs> <laughs> Just hoisting with this petard yeah. for weeks. The man at the store said, be careful. <laughs> okay, fuck it. We're splitting the party up because directly behind you, Frizo, the... Bulkhead slam shut. So you are not here for this next scene. The rest of you are still on the deck by yourselves. There are um, Megan, uh, a few of those Megan um, gold shimmery. The silver servants. The silver servants. Yes. There's going to be a few. There's a few of them w- waiting around in blue tunics with silver sashes. Otherwise, the deck. There's a beautiful view overlooking the Sword Coast. Is it windy? It is. There's a bracing wind. Oh. Mm. But is it windy inside? No, well, they're on the deck. So, okay. and what's the sun situation like? Is this magic hour for Baston to go and stand on the deck? And uh, I think because Bast- we wouldn't want to miss that. Time to soak it in. Baston, because of his charisma, sort of has an inbuilt na- like ability to find his light. It's all. <laughs> <laughs> so, so as you're looking, Baston turns to look back at everyone. It's always magic hour somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever I am, all the time. After you get about charisma 19, if you move to a different part on a deck, the sun moves with you. <laughs> I think I did say like that canoni- spot. <laughs> canonically there are two suns. I did, I did mention that. That's there, true. Yeah, yeah. Because oh. it's fantasy. fantasy. <laughs> and that's actually better for the light. You know? mm. yeah. Yeah. The contouring yeah. on Baston's face you've got right a, now. You've got, a, you've got a key light. Yeah. And then you've got... A back one. Yeah. One yeah. of the Megan walks forward and it bows deeply in front of all of you, including Val. Deep you... bow, dude. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you, wow. do, you don't have to talk to the Magen. Oh, I, did, I, I don't have to. I know I don't have to, but me choose to. Okay, well, you do you. And the, 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 the Magen, this, this one is a, a young, handsome man, um, silver, silver skin like the others, beckons for you to follow. Wait, so they have like different... Faces? Yes, yeah, and yeah. And some yeah, of yeah. them are ugly? They was there's <laughs> yeah. I mean wow, true beauty, real stinkers. True beauty is in is in the eye of the beholder. The most of them are reasonably good looking. Right. Uh, okay, well where are you taking us, Majin? Uh, the Majin taps on a sort of deck plan of the ship and you can see that it's tapping on the word state room. State room. State room. Let's do it. All right. Well, I'm sure Frieza will find his way back to us again, eventually. <laughs> All right. So as the Dragon Friends, as you make your way down into one of the many sumptuous state rooms on the Rapture, Chiron stalks into the bridge and has not as yet noticed Frieza, who ducks through the bulkhead. Is he muttering him. to himself at all? He uh. is. He is muttering to himself. Yeah. Oh uh, wait. Uh, you mean Chiron's muttering? To himself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. Is uh, yes. Yes. No, no. Frieza can. What's Frieza doing? Yeah. <laughs> Follow this guy's so good. <laughs> yeah, think about a bridge. The bridge is over water. I'm going to push him off. He's going to land over water. I'm going to kill this guy. But it's only Frizo can hear that. Okay, so now I need you all to remember that anything that you hear in this scene, you don't actually understand. Uh, Kyron is as he's. Walking, They're so. You know. Okay. Just, <laughs> just like normal. You do then. you. <laughs> I'm not listening. 
as Chiron is walking uh, through another crawl space, a, another figure, this one not a Megan, but another arcanist in purple robes with a silver sash and holding a storm pike, a large uh, spear that seems to thrum with energy, walks in. So much shit thrums in it, this world. This world is a very thrummy world. I feel like that's one of the things that has been lost in 2021. <laughs> very little thrums. <laughs> Arcanist Valentine, report. How are the engines? Of, uh, yep. Don't, don't give me that. They were, you said they were at 62 capacity when we left. That is unacceptable. Yeah, look, um, uh, they're, at, they're, 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 at, like, they're not at the level that you'd like, really want them to be at. I'll be really honest with you because I'm really working on being honest and, and sort of forthright. Since my last evaluation... I understand you're practicing radical honesty. Yeah. And frankly, it has made this entire working relationship an ordeal. Nevertheless, we must do with the ether requisitions that we are given. If this ship is not operating at full capacity, we will be flying dangerously low to the Balanox and will not have another incident. Okay, I'm telling you this. We can either fly high and not come home because we don't have enough ether or we can fly low and just make it. It's up to you. You're senior to me. So make a call. So while they're talking, Freezer, the de- there's about three other Arcanists at different positions. There's a huge throne in the centre of the bridge. But for a large ship, it seems that there's not a lot of pilots in this ship. And a beautiful crystalline glass viewport is the entire front of the bridge through which you can see that you are... As they said, coasting significantly below cloud level. Now, they're in conversation. You're lingering at the moment. Uh, I guess I'll do a look around check. (laughs) Six years. What are you? Six years. Hing, hing. (laughs) That's longer than high school. I'm I just Yeah, we've been doing this show for longer than we were in high school. Oh no. I just wanna well, I don't know, it repeated a few years, so in primary school, okay. I finished high school in the allotted regular amount yeah. of time. Uni also took longer, okay? Sure. <laughs> High school, regular. But, appropriately enough, during this time, I have gone through puberty, so... <laughs> well done, me. <laughs> so, Hing, a looking around check, what exactly are you looking around for? I want to look for any loot, I guess. Precious jewels. Precious jewels. Magical weapons. Weapons I can, I can take. Oh, Make a perception armor. check. That's another 20. Fuck. That's another fucking 20. Wait, 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 no, that was just, it's just, yeah, I, it was, I like was just very lucky with two rolls. It's insanely lucky. And okay, you know what? What there is in the room, <laughs> on a 20, you see, and this is quite good, is that you, although you've never seen this throne before, you are able to quickly discern that it is the piloting ship. In fact, it reminds you in a bizarre way of the throne that was on the Heart of Glass, the ship that you had, oh. it seems a lifetime ago. You, get, you feel you have a sense of how it would be piloted, 
And also for a 20, you realize that there is built into the side of the throne a holster of sorts that is holding a slightly smoking, technomantic, wickedly sharp glaive that seems to thrum with a potent energy. Things, Perhaps just, don't, things just don't thrum anymore, do they, guys? <laughs> Perhaps even more potent than this, this, the shock pikes you saw before. This okay. looks like a, this looks like premium gear. Fuck. And they are away from me? It's No, well, they're standing and looking at some devices at the front. It's built into a hold, holder on the side of the throne, which you presumably could release. It's not... I don't want you to think you can hide this in a pocket. Do you know what a, a glaive, a halberd is? Big two Do I know what a glaive is? Come on, Dave. I've played World of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite a glove, and it's not quite a blade. <laughs> I just spat everywhere. Um... Okay, 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 okay. I guess then if I'm going to take the glaive, I need to kill all the witnesses then. (laughs) No, you don't need to do that. otherwise, Dave said I can't hide it. (laughs) I don't like it when you blame me for your moral failings. It's not a moral failing to win, Dave. I am going to... Is it a? It, it's a one-handed weapon, right? Yes. It, no. No. You <laughs> <laughs> yes. What's a glaive? Oh my fucking! <laughs> what I would really love you to do, and I'm 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 hesitant to add for once in your fucking life. So just take that in parentheses. Uh-huh, uh-huh. What I would really love you to do yeah. is think at least one step ahead of your actions here. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, maybe this was an opportunity for you to game out the what you would like to happen from this moment. If you could just give me. In your in Frizo's mind, over the next ten minutes, mm-hmm. ignoring dice, perfect play. What happens? I would no, like. Don't I, tell him because then he'll stop it. He'll stop it. He's trying just to get do in it. Head. Just go I for it. I would like Dave. You know what I would really like, Dave? What would you? I like? would like everyone to get along and be friends. And now, what's what, the thing I want most in the world? And what is your opening move to make that happen? <laughs> <laughs> Take the glaive and kill the men. <laughs> Roll for me a sleight of hand check. All right. All right. This is a DC 16. Sleight of hand. So this is dexterity. If this of- is if this is a 20, I'm going to storm the capital. I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> 13. Last sleight of hand is two, so 15. Damn it. Uh, all right. So, Frizo, you I grab, grab the and, I and grab there is the a hideous sound of metal scraping on metal that sound that jars in the ears as the arcanists spin around, including Chiron, who screams interloper and slams his hand down on a ruby button on the side of the bridge as alarms start to wail. You have a second to do something if you want. The blade is still caught inside the machine. Uh, is there a is there is there a trigger to release it or anything? No, no, no. So, so because of you failed the sleight of hands, you haven't been able to disengage it. So All quickly, right. what do you want to do? I jump in the throne. Okay, so you make <laughs> always accelerating with you. You 
you dive into the throne, um, and as you do, we're going to cut very quickly to the rest of the dragon friends who are downstairs in the stateroom, which is nice, lovely. You all have some wonderful snacks. There is a masseuse on hand, a major masseuse. Everybody here gets all their hit points back. <laughs> do you know what? Fuck it. You're well rested. You all get like a blessing. You have a bonus D6 for the next roll, and 200 gold coins. Everybody gets yeah. 200 gold coins, it's except like for Arcanist Val, who gets 400 gold coins because you get Frizos as well. Oh, that's nice. Because there's like this little like it's a welcome it's a, it's a welcome bag. Yeah, there's a little welcome bag that the Majors give. Don't you. take the poison gold. Come on, stand up to him. You're not there. You're all dogs. You're all dogs. All right, it's otherwise it's a beautiful room. This is so nice. Golden dogs. The Majors bow deeply and they leave, leaving you alone for your first time since you're on the ship. Hey, um, Val, yeah. are these magians? Did they used to be people? Oh no, they're they're magical constructs. Hey, I need to ask, how are you guys like feeling? Feeling now that we're alone, like, do you need um? Now that Val asks this, you the knots that are in your in your stomach as you check in on them. The, as I said, the waves of pain that feel like they're crashing against the wall that was Val's medicine is getting worse and worse. The thrumming in it, well, the bile is starting to rise again. Yeah, now that you mention it, I could do, take. Do a we little, need to roll for that again? I could take a little. <laughs> A little dip in the bag, <laughs> you know. A little. Well, that's kind of why I came with you. Little. To be honest, I don't like to go back to, to the free folk, you know. And that's to, but, but I, but I, I decided to come so I could, you know, keep an eye on you. To, to, yeah, to okay. Speak. Let's take a little medicine. Yeah, yeah okay. just a bump. Oh, just a little bump. It's just a bump. Right. Just a little bump. No, a little I, bump. I, I, I've had some time. I've got it in pill form now. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. So like under the tongue. <laughs> just not like a normal aspirin or what? Like is there, is there a way you can take it that it's stronger? Can I put it in the bum? <laughs> I mean, if you need to, sure. Is it more effective in the bum? It's neither here nor there, but if you want to put it in Can the... Can I put it there? Yeah, of course, it work? yeah. And it won't be less effective. No. <laughs> Filch gonna go cold turkey on this one. Filch feel like... Filch talked too much at the dinner party and... Uh, That's fine. I have overshared and... I have tinkered with it since. There were some side effects, uh, some euphoria, some overconfidence, um, uh, um, some weird shit. Miss Val? <laughs> like your shit's kind of weird. Yeah. Miss yeah. Val? Uh, I, I put it in my butt. Okay, well done. I, I can't... Uh, when will I feel it? You won't. This one has very few side effects. It'll just make you feel less nauseous. Can I have some more? Uh, what? I want more. I can't feel it. I just a little. No, I'm telling you. Just a little. Dude, you should probably just wait. What if I put on it on some foil and then lit that on fire <laughs> and then kind of? Yeah, no? Felch, Felch's not gonna take that. Uh, me gonna put body online. Me don't know if you're using it for mind control or. Okay, but I really have to insist that you could be in a lot of trouble. Well. We'll see. Well, you know, if things are looking bad, may I ask for it, but... Uh... Val actually hands you, Filch, the rest of you have already taken one. Val, Val hands you, wrapped in a twist of paper, a small pill to keep in your... Um, to take if you if Hey, Filch, you, you want me to it. hang on to that for you? <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, nah, me, me got this. Okay, thing. now, uh, because Baston has found his lightness standing by the porthole, I need you to quickly make a perception check for me, Baston. Oh. Oh, 14. 14, all right. So you suddenly, as you're standing, looking out over the water uh, over the water and the cliffs of the Balanox and the sort of beautiful thousand-year-old sword coast, oh. you suddenly see something out of the corner of your eyes. And as you look, it seems like there is a silver blur of some kind of large creature that flies past the window very close. Oh, that's a big bird. 
A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Now, the Balanox are... They're a mountain range in the Sword Coast, yeah. But they, are they near Barovia? They go from Icewind Dale down to Barovia. Oh. It's like the Great Dividing Range. Oh, the Balanox. Did anybody else see that big silver bird? Uh, like a plane? Uh, what? <laughs> oh, you didn't go to Tokyo. Did you? <laughs> yes. I did. I went to Tokyo. Oh, I forgot about planes. Yeah. <laughs> As you all walk towards the pothole. Sort of in an airship. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's, it's, it's kicking in. Wow, yeah. <laughs> well, you are, let me have a look. I'm going to go and have a look because I'm not on drugs. Medicine. <laughs> Great. Bilge, as you walk towards it, you can make another perception check with you. Oh, I did rolled worse. Uh, four. Okay, great. So you start looking in, I suppose, the circular cupboard that's next to the porthole. Filch, filch, over here. That's... Outside. That's round. <laughs> that's... Wow, how do they do that? <laughs> yeah, you ever think, like, hammers are square, but sometimes they hit things and then they're round. You know? Yeah. Hey, like just speaking. How? how the? How? Just speaking, how? like as a scientist. Yeah. Hammers are not square. <laughs> uh, when's the last time you saw a hammer? Like the other day in my workshop. Yeah. Well, was it round? It's almost definitely. Dude, well, you think of a mallet? Oh, a mallet. No, mallets are definitely. A round. mallet is a hammer. And that's about enough time for you to have spotted this. <laughs> the precious time allotted to you to spot the attack. Make for me dexterity saving Natural throws. twenty. Natural 20, yep. 22. Yep. No, 22? Nine. Nine, all right. <laughs> there is a, suddenly, there is an explosion, a suddenly an, an implosion of energy following it as the pressure in the stateroom is sucked out of it. Bobby and Baston, with your training, you both managed to quickly backflip away, ostentatiously yeah. it has to be said, from the side of the wall field, unfortunately. Look cool, guys! <laughs> As you go for the thumbs up and the roar of the energies pulls you out towards the hole and you can see creatures whipping in through the hole in the side of the ship. Now make for me quickly a strength saving throw. Uh, f- that is a 17. 17, um, 17, right. So you quickly are able to hold on and you stop yourself from flying through but already three of these grey creatures come out. They look like humans. They have strange veiny skin, talons and claws and and no one believes you and when you coming. tell them that you saw a goblin on the wing. <laughs> <laughs> they have these kind of goblinoid faces with these big unblinking crystal eyes. And they came in from outside? They came in. You can see that they're now that they're flying gliders, sort of Nauschka uh, Valley of the Wind or Green Goblin, however you prefer, kind of glider. Yeah, dealer's choice. Yeah, um, both types of nerds are catered for two on Dragon Friends. Thank you. <laughs> Pride. That was an anemic <laughs> woo. Can we say skinny dragon? Like skinny dragon Thank people, you. yeah. Okay. Like hoppies? 
Yeah, yeah they, they look a bit like harpies. But they, they're on a craft, or they're like yeah, they're on like a kind of ho- great. It's Willem Dafoe in Spider-Man. Oh. Why? Ah, Willem Dafoe. <laughs> or is it, or is it the little bear from Tailspin? Is it like self-propelled? Propulsion? Yeah, they're, 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 they're gliding. gliding on the jet stream behind the ship, so they're self, they're propelled in the wake of this ship. Okay, so they're, oh. right, so they're gliders. They're gliders, okay. and they burst through into the room. Filge, you are immediately overwhelmed with them surrounding you because you weren't able to get away. The rest of you, however, are on your feet. Now, cutting quickly upstairs to you, Frizo, mm-hmm. you make a dive towards the throne, and as you do, suddenly the entire ship crashes to its side. There is a, a kind of woomph depressurization, and you can suddenly feel an uncomfortable amount of air being sucked out of the room as all the arcanists scream in alarm. Make for me quickly a dexterity saving throw. Ah! Ooh, seven. Seven, and you are whipped away from the throne at the last minute and go crashing back as the entire ship lurches on its side as Chiron turns and goes, You fool, what have you done? No, I didn't do anything. This is separate to what I was doing. (laughs) Seize him and take him to the brig. The rest of you come with me. As two of them reach towards you, Uh, you're on your back. You're prone, but you can... can... I stand up. Cool. Strong, strong I guess I'll choice. fight. I'll draw, draw, draw my sword. Yeah. Yeah. If, you're, if your action is to stand up, in that case, quickly, you need to just do it a post-strength check because they're on you immediately. Uh, ooh, that is a one. That is a one. <laughs> Wrong dice. <laughs> With your strength, unfortunately, that means you're overwhelmed. Now, you're not being pulled into the brig, but you're being escorted further down into the bridge while Chiron leaves through the bulk shield with three other members of the Arcanists. The rest of you are in the room and we go quickly into combat. Initiative order is normal. I've pre-prepared it, which means that Baston, you're going first. Uh, I slashy slashy on the on the dudes who are holding Filge back. Okay, there's, there's two, one of them in front and two of them holding down Filge. So What's their armor the, class? Armor class is 12. Oh, I only got one hit because I'm an idiot. Don't forget you get a second attack. Oh, yeah, I rolled three dice and failed. But I do 10 damage. Okay, one of them flies back Clearing a path if Bobby wants it towards Filge, who's still grappling with the other two. Bobby, you're up. Okay, I'm going to attack one. That's a... That's a... It's a 17. What are you attacking with? How are you doing it? Oh, a short sword. Okay, so you quickly you draw your short sword, and you're running towards one of the ones fighting Filge? Yep. That's a sneak attack. Okay. Ooh. So what do I do to that? Oh, my God. You add extra D6s. How many? Longer than high school. How many? <laughs> if you'd been taught this in high school, really you would well know it high by school. now. Good. You roll those. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. All right, yeah, Bobby, good. Bobby, like a rogue who has momentarily forgotten that he's a rogue, rushes towards them, realizes that they're not seeing, they're not watching him, and very carefully pushes his short sword through the neck of one of the creatures. Can I grab one? Of, can I grab his glider? The gliders are just abandoned on the floor at the moment. Yeah, yeah I'm if you grab want one. to. So you're going to run towards one after this. Yep. But you kill one of them. Okay. Filge is now fighting just one of them, and Filge, it's your up. I'm going to whack him um, off his board with my thunder's wake. And natural 20. It's a natural It's a good dice, isn't it? That's crazy. Uh, 13 damage. All right, there's a... There's a boom as both of the two remaining ones. Thunder's Wake obviously makes a huge explosion, which, yes, pushes one of the creatures out without its glider out of the window, and it goes flying off to what is certain death. The other one falls down um, in pain as Filge, as you crunch it down, but it's still very much alive as you bash it into the wood. And can you make for me a perception check? 
What will she perceive? Uh, yep, uh, that's a seven. Never mind. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Probably nothing. He tries to attack and misses. Um, as you hear now the sound of fighting happening upstairs, jumping quickly downstairs into the side near the bridge, the two called with you, Frizo, are walking down a corridor yep, yep. nervously as suddenly they hear a commotion ahead of them. And uh, uh, can, can I talk? Or? You can. Yeah, I say to them, you were, we're under attack, and I am a, uh, I've, I, I know how to fly this plane. I'm one of the greatest pilots in a thousand years in the future. You need to let me back into the bridge we're so I can save you. We're under attack from you. No, not from Why me, would from I outside. Why would I have That's, can, that's, oh, that's I didn't the touch, stupidest thing I've ever heard. I didn't heard. touch the throne before it all went to shit, all right? I don't know who you are. I know. All you need to know is I'm from a thousand years in the future, and I'm a great pilot. Well, you sound fucking insane. Uh... Look, if you're a pilot, how do you fly this? Uh, so... Well, so we have a pilot! Can I... Well, the, the throne was empty, that's why we're getting attacked! Let me, let me help you! Make I, I... for me a persuasion check with disadvantage, because generally when you arrest someone, the cops don't let them drive the police car. <laughs> that happens very rarely. Uh, so the lowest one is uh, 12 plus uh, no. 8, so 20. help you I can save you you just need to let me back into that throne room and be control of the ship all right look and you can see that one of them one of the guards is is obviously younger much younger than the other guard all right and he's sick with panic and sweat he's like this is how you want to die no look shut up Jamie shut up this is this is this is howler territory right we're flying way too low we're on their turf that's that's howlers they're going to be all over the ship in a second if you can fly us back home to island r i will explain it to chiron maybe we can sort this out all right but i'm going to be standing with you and if you do anything other than turn around and fly back to island r i'm going to be standing with my knife to your throat and i'm going to be somewhere else jamie jamie and he like leaps out of the plane <laughs> he panicked, Dave! He panicked! Just the w- one I was playing was the panicking one! <laughs> well, he, it was contagious! <laughs> Just a Wilhelm scream. Sorry? Just a Wilhelm scream. <laughs> Wilhelm Defoe right, scream. So yeah. Freeze is gonna slap him and be like, let's go! Let's go! Don't slap me! I said we do! Yeah, fine, okay, let's go. But hang on, and he's, he quickly chains his hand to your hand. And it's like, just so there's no funny business. Just chain it to my leg. I need my arms to dry. No, you can just bathe my hand with you. My other hand will be my dagger hand. It'll be at your neck. I've worked this out. It's a perfect system. Let's go. All right. And so he takes you. You're now manacled to this guy. And he and the throne room is empty, lilting dangerously to its side. Great. So th- what uh, check do I use to fly, Dave? <laughs> okay. Now, you do know how to fly spell jammer ships because of season fucking four. I do. So, I do. And I've looked up the rules for this, so I get a bonus to all rolls, Dave. What? And the cake, gonna... you've looked up the rules and Dave has to give you a bonus. Yeah. You can't just talk quickly. No, if because because you said that this throne was the same kind of throne that I used to pilot the other ship. No, he didn't. It. He said it was like it. Okay, well, it's similar then. I'm proficient with, like, airships then that are controlled by a throne, so I get a plus three proficiency. What? Bonus. No, no, sorry. Yes, I thought, yes, you do get proficiency to pilot the ship. Yeah. It is an intelligence check. It is going to be DC 15. 
Great. So, you walk forward, you see it is very similar. There is right. a, there is a, just so you understand, there is a diadem crown with silver filaments coming off it, and it's you know instinctively that you are to wear it and place your hands on the two orbs on the side of the throne. Yeah, give me them orbs. I grab the orbs and put on the crown, Dave. Great, excellent. You are now in it. Very scared. Um, oh, that's a two. <laughs> We're going down, everyone. I thought I could do this. I really thought I could do this. You failed so badly that you turned the ship upside down. <laughs> <laughs> Baelish Wait. slips and is hanging from your chain to the chair, and he's hanging. His dagger goes wild and clatters somewhere. What is the is the is, like, is the pilot who was is he in the bathroom? Like, there was no pilot. There was no pilot at the time. Remember that? Why were they flying? It was on the, the commands had been issued. Chiron is the pilot, and he had left the chair. Okay. So, so, so now the, the room is upside down. You are strapped into the throne. Hanging from one of your hands, cutting off circulation, is a panicking body of Baelish, the arcanist, whose dagger has fallen away. And now for the rest of you, I need you all to make for me with disadvantage dexterity checks, including oh no. the last guy. Dexterity saving, yes. Because Uh-oh. the room suddenly goes upside down. Uh, is seven bad? Seven is bad. Oh, we're doing golf rules, right? I got 11. I got seven. They're all bad. But I'm holding a glider. Oh! Yeah, that's... All right, okay. Um, so, for the two of you, you go crashing up these stairs as the entire room oh loses God. itself. Beds are flying everywhere. Your lovely wardrobe is gone. And you smash into the galley space that the stateroom is connected in a huge heap. Very gently following... Bobby Pancakes slowly idles and sputters to a stop his glider, discovering his new favourite way to travel, and lands to the side of you. Did we kill all the bad guys? The, I was just rolled, sorry, oh yeah, I rolled for the last one, who also failed so catastrophically that he, the one that Filge was fighting flies out as well, along with the two remaining gliders. They ah. zip out of the crack in the side of the room. Escaped. As he's falling, he, he falls past Jamie. Or he catches up with Jamie. Bailey, he's like, oh yeah, yeah he's Jamie. Like, Did you panic too? <laughs> <laughs> they don't know each other. One of them is the gargoyles attack. Yeah, I know, but he sees a guy falling. He's like, oh yeah, get it. It's like in the ladies' toilets um, at a club. Like you see someone, they're, they're immediately your friend. If you're yeah. both hurtling through space towards certain deaths, exactly. you it's see a someone. It's good not time, awkward. Good time to make a friend. Yeah, babe, you look hot. <laughs> oh yeah. I also want you all because you all failed and you landed in a galley that had just been turned upside down and a galley is where they hang pots and knives. All of you Wait, all... there's a galley attached to the stateroom? It's, yeah. a, it's an open plan galley yeah. slash dining area. That'd be where the Simon. Yeah, you can watch Simon. the people prepare your food. It's yeah. that kind of... It's, it's, it's bougie. Yeah. Oh, it's a teppanyaki! It's a small... It's a small teppanyaki restaurant. You don't get a massage You don't see teppanyaki around anymore any, uh, oh, so boy. much. Fuck. Do you reckon they still have them? For my birthday, we're all going to Teppanyaki. Yeah. And you, all have, you all have to come. Right. That's, that's canon, actually. Okay, so it's, imagine, if you will, a, a, te, a Teppanyaki restaurant at, at colossal expense casts us on That's his... what brought down High Netheral. <laughs> In his flagship. The only way to, to that population would eat, because they got so decadent, was <laughs> by somebody... somebody I must have a private chef. <laughs> throw it in my mouth. <laughs> 
to paint the room for you, Casas had installed at tremendous expense a teppanyaki restaurant in the centre of the Rapture. It has an octagonal communal table. There are stateroom exits going off on every side, and there is a very panicked, seat-belted-in teppanyaki chef <laughs> at the central station, no. upside down in the I, ceiling. Dave, I don't... Are you going to play the teppanyaki chef? No, I was going to say, Just I like don't want your prawns. I, I don't want to get in the way of your, like, beautiful, rich world-building, but I will take issue with one adjective there. Panicked. These guys are unflappable. <laughs> You're right, he's seen some shit and this ain't nothing. Yeah, he's completely, he's doing, he's doing some shit, he's got rice in bowl. Is this a real, I know it's Japanese, but is this a really specifically Australian trend? I feel like it might no, be. No, they haven't. I imagine teppanyaki no. chefs all over the world. They have them in the US, people. that was a thing? Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, Benihana. Yeah, they do. They do great. I've just never seen it in pop culture in America. Yeah, well, it's because it's copyrighted. (laughs) (laughs) Could the chef be a slug? It's just when you said it, I imagined a slug. Yes, sure. It's a kind of slug slug. person. Yeah, it's a magical. You get it to be a slug as a treat. You're not the only people, however, and as I said, sorry, because of knives throwing everywhere, you all take um, 1d10 plus 4 damage. No. No, we don't want to do that. No, I don't want to. Well, he doesn't want to, Dave. I want, I'm going to make a saving throw, I've decided, David. You know, you failed, you failed. No, Eden, this is happening because you failed a saving throw. Oh, yes, I suppose that's true. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how that works. Okay. Great. So, you all take the damage. You're not, however, the only people that have collapsed into this communal space because um, as this ship colossally, as if driven by a drunken fucked idiot, driven by someone who has Excuse no me. business driving a skyship, but has a strange confidence that they can excel in any circumstance. Yeah. Others have fallen into this communal space. Some of these strange goblinoid people um, in, the, um, in their sort of weird veiny suits and also Skymaster Chiron and one Arcanist. And they're grappling at each other very on the floor, fighting desperately. Chiron looking very much like he wishes he had his super magical sword, um, glaive, which he does not currently possess. I think... We look at each other and we all say at the same time, Frizo. And we want to, we probably were like, I say, Skymaster, we deal with this. Well, this is still absolute chaos. The only person, everybody's getting up, so the only person that gets an action is Bobby because Bobby was able to land gracefully. So. We're still upside down? No, no, no. You're standing on the roof right way up. On your hoverboard. Yeah, this thing is upside down. Yes. Okay, so can I make way away up? Is there an exit, like, up and out? Well, do you... So, yeah, you're just trying to flee? I'm just... I... <laughs> flee is such a loaded word. Yeah. It's just... Investigate. Oh, I, oh, I guess you've got... The, the glider will not be enough to carry all the dragon friends. It's a single person No, no, no. I guess I'm trying to make my way to the bridge. Great. Okay, so you want to... Then you're going to have to work out a way to fly past the teppanyaki chef, who, again, is not making eye contact and does not seem to give a shit. So I'm going to take a run up and, like, jump on my... My, my, my hoverboard. <laughs> All right, flying over Chiron. Right, yeah. right. Make for me quickly intelligence check. I mean, <laughs> that's the number one. But oh, oh, halfling, halfling, reroll. That's a three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, second time is not lucky. Unfortunately, you try to kickstart the glider and it flies off in um, out of your hand. You lose your grip and you fly, fall sprawling down to the ground. You can see now that the Arcanists and Chiron, who go next, are fighting. And oh, okay, they both miss. 
while the bat figures come through. Two of them are um, doing strength checks and they manage to disable and call down one of the arcanists, which means that the last one is there on Chiron and he walks forward. This, this one you can see now is slightly bigger than the other figures and it walks on its hind legs, gets up, its talons at its side and it reaches forward and very consciously walks towards the slumped prone body of um, Skymaster Chiron, his metal body all tangled up in the teppanyaki restaurant furniture. And he does two things simultaneously. With one hand, he grabs at his head and pulls, and you can see now that it is wet oil skin. And as it comes free, you can see that it has built-in goggles and is in fact a mask and breathing apparatus. And underneath, you can see that it is a grizzled, serious-looking man with a chiseled jaw and a scar running down his entire cheek and over his eye. And with his other hand, with the claw on it, he very consciously walks over Chiron, flips open the jar with the brain in it, puts his hand into the water over Chiron's brain and says, give me one good reason why I shouldn't squeeze Chiron. And everybody freezes. Are they still in free fall? No, yep. they... they <laughs> No, no, this is no. The, the, this is all happening on the ceiling of the teppanyaki restaurant. Is the no. ship in freefall? Is the ship in freefall? Oh, Have they crash ship. Dave, while yes. this is happening, can I freezer have another go at writing the ship? You, you're going to in one second be able okay. to go. That's actually worth saying. So Frizo has not crashed the ship. Frizo has managed to flip the ship and then somehow keep it stable. Cra- oh, so it's not falling anymore. Crashing is such a loaded word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Frizo is doing his best. Okay, but they're not like... Okay, they're, they're, it's stable. It is, but another lurch and this fight at the moment, which is going on the way of the scarred man, could go in the other direction. This is at a real Mexican standoff moment. So, as he does that in the room, freezes. Frieza, what are you trying to do? I'm going to try and right the ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what is it? D- is it dis- With disadvantage, because there is a panicked Baelish handcuffed to your hand, squirming around crazy. Uh, 19 is my lowest. What? 14 plus my proficiency plus my intelligence. Okay, you're able to stabilize the ship and you very slowly spin it around. Nah. Let's flip it up. Let's flip it again. No, you you don't know what's going on. Remember, you have to play this. What, what was your plan here? You can't play this knowing what's no, going on. No, I know. I'm flipping rooms. I'm Because flip, I've flipped it upside down. I'm like, oh, God, I've got to fix it. I mean, let's be honest. Is Frieza going to be gently trying to, like, but, ride the ship? Or is but, he going to be like, oh, back the other way? But I take issue with passing a roll to fail a roll. Yeah. No, he's not failing the roll. He's just, he's just, he's just flipping it back. So that's what I said. Yeah. I'm so, flipping it back. But the thing yes. is, because you passed the roll, you're going to flip it back in a good way. Oh, no, you want to flip it back violently is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, great. But flipping it back violently is also going to give you the bend, so make a constitution check with the disadvantage as well. Constitution? Who needs that? Uh, the lowest one is... Uh, uh, ten. Okay, you spin around as, as you do. Baelish gets um, with his chain gets wrapped around you as well. You start to see spots as you spin it around too quickly. The room is now completely depressurized, and Frizo begins to black out as he is now the only person strapped into the throne. And as he blacks out, he says, "Hold the knife to my neck. I need to feel alive." <laughs> The room starts to spin again, and at the moment that it does, um, very quickly, another one of the figures in the oilskin suit pulls it back, and you can see that it is a woman with white hair cropped 
in a very sort of severe Uma Thurman kind of hairstyle, and she very quickly raises her hands and creates a... um, a featherfall bubble inside the room as a little area of anti-gravity as the figure of the scarred man slowly pulls Chiron until he's in the centre of the room. The rest of you quickly make dexterity checks. Freeze Hope will kill the party if given the chance. Oh, yeah. 23. 26. All right, so you two are able to follow the trajectory of the room to a teppanyaki stool, I suppose. Oh, my God. (laughs) Did you see that? You just, like, land on the stool and, like, a a shrimp lands in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) And the, Bravo. Sl- Bravo. and the slugs just I like <laughs> Filch, you take uh, 2d10 <laughs> And so Filch takes another 6 points of damage oh, Filch. As Filch falls in a heap But the figures are still inside the bubble And they very And they sort of stay there Suspended, floating Stop. in the centre of the room First of all, cool scar Second of all it's not nice to touch people's brains. Third of all, thank you for the bubble. Yeah. You know who this is? Uh, Skymaster Chiron, if I remember correctly. And you are... I thought as much. My name is... <laughs> My name is Jerick Rim. First consul... Um, what? What? <laughs> no, uh, oh, it's a bit silly, isn't it? Jerick yeah. <laughs> Rim. Rim, like Rim. I think it's mean for parents to not think first. You know, think how it's gonna work no, together. Jerick, we don't have time for this, says the woman, and she kneels down um, to the brain. To, Go on, to, what's yours? To, my name is Moira. Moira, what? Moira. Moira, Moira, my name is... Ben is so close to saying the word farts. (laughs) That's why I've got to to move really quickly. Moira Laroon. Okay. And she was fine. You think that's not funny, but but Jerick Rim... Jerick Rim. It's a double K sound. And Jerick Rim Rim is legitimately... We speak about this behind your back. We don't have time. And she she kneels down to to Carsus. I'm going to... um, to Chiron and says, where's Carsus? You fools. You, you, you will, I will have your heads head, for this. I will have your skin. I will have you flayed in well, front of me. I, at least I have those things. You're big. You've got your dragon. Pickle boy. Drag the skinless bitch. Did you hear what I said? I said pickle boy. Yes, because it's a good one. I think it's good. Well, you fools may have found me, Skymaster Chiron, Commodore of the Ardent Flight. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yet, this is his ship. Where is he? He's Come. not here. What? He's back in his sky palace. Oh, tonight's Boggle Night. Ha, <laughs> 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 is our prisoner. Jerick! What? Jerick! Did you say Carsus is your prisoner? Yes. What? Yes, he's our prisoner. Who are you? Yeah, who are you? We've been oh, through you this. answered that, yes. He's, he's Mr. Rimjob. <laughs> we and, are sh- and you will show him respect. <laughs> it's such... In our culture, you affix job to the end <laughs> of names to denote utmost respect. Well, so you will give him his full title, Jerick Rimjob. <laughs> Thank 
you, Moira, but I think we've understood no enough. No rim job. I genuflect before you rim job. If Cassis isn't here, then we've shot our shot and failed. We lost six good howlers on this run. There won't be, an, we won't have another chance to get him. Unless. Unless you have him imprisoned. Is I that don't. I, that was for you to fill in, and you did a good job. Unless. You could put anything there. I'm sorry, but um, who are these people? Am I, you, am I like still falling? No, like, no, no. At this point, Phil looks up from inside a sort of pile of shrimp and knives. Yum and out. <laughs> She's eating a knife and just accidentally chewed on a tail. I pluck a prawn head out of my eye. <laughs> Bad at introductions. Every time we meet someone, they all just yab, 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 forget to say their names. Me, Filch. <laughs> you rim job. Yes. I am Commander Rim Job, yes. <laughs> and why you want to kill. Um, Moira Laroon is my name. And Moira Laroon Job, me shall call you. <laughs> Thank you, but I don't deserve that title, but I really appreciate that. But one day. Filled job. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Mina? Oh, no, me did tell you my name. Don't worry about it. Uh, so, like, real quick, what, what's your beef with um, Brainzo? How, how long do you have? Well, hurtling through space. <laughs> Crazy man driving ship. The ship's Woo! the ship seems the ship seems to have stabilized. I can only assume that means that some of our howlers that attacked the bridge have successfully overcome the arcanists there and taken command of the throne. Oh no, pretty sure that our friend, but don't worry, he's insane. <laughs> <laughs> the orc seems the orc. Knows more, it seems, than you do, Rim Job. And as you see that, a quite but handsome, taller, right. um, another member of the Howlers comes in, and over his shoulder is a two bodies handcuffed to each other one a comatose uh, Frizo, and the other an unconscious Baelish. And he throws them both on the ground, and he says, The bridge is secured, but the ship is falling fast. Well, do you want to play this one? Sure. Yeah. He's like, Right, guys. What I just said before, <laughs> basically. Ship, tick, secure, bridge, falling fast. We, we really got to move. Look, I heard what you said. Cast isn't here. I understand that we're upset. We've got plenty of time to debrief and do all that. But right now, I think we just really need to land this fucking thing. Great idea. Who are you? Who? I, you can call me Baston Indrovich Job. <laughs> Indrovich Job. Indrovich Job. Is that the moment it kicked in? What? Yeah. Oh! I, wah, wah, wah. Oh, woo, wah, wee, wah. <laughs> well, if getting all your other names is going to take as long as that, I just simply don't have time. We're, we're, um, another arcanist comes in. Is, we have just enough ether left. We'll, we'll be crash landing just, uh, just south of the Court of Exile. Oh, and he thinks about this for a second and he's like, yep, that'll have to work. <laughs> I was going to think for a second I had any control over this, but you said the word crash and I don't really get to pick where that happens. So uh, do it. We brought the Laroon siblings with us. Her brother is or, um, should be piloting us. If he says we're out of ether, then I believe him. We are about to crash. And, and Kyron looks up and is like, and it what of me? me? 
you're to kill me? Derek Rimjob, another medal on your wastrel jacket. And the tall guy who's called Ja says, no, you're coming with us. Actually, yeah, we, and we're going with you too. No, I again. All right, it's settled. <laughs> Wait, one one second. Who are you? You don't wear the silver sashes of the, of Islandar. You are clearly not members of the Ardent Flight. Do you work for Chiron? Do you work for Cassus? Where have you come from? If we had to take you to the court in exile, I need to know I can trust you. All will be revealed. Or we bring you there in chains. So I ask you this. Have you ever thought of just taking a deep breath? (laughs) I ask you this. Give me one reason to trust the five. And he nods at Val. And Val's just like catatonic. She passed out, but he he, he acknowledges her. Why I should trust the five of you. Let's just say Cassus needs us and we don't necessarily have a strong allegiance to him. Can I say, let's just say, and then I reach down into the jar and I pull out a brain and I go, punt! (laughs) (laughs) Skymaster Chiron, Commodore of the Arden Flight, a name that has brought terror to the lips and hearts of countless rebels that would do ill to the Netherese Empire, a man so lauded for his many battles and triumphs and his orphanages that he enacted, oh. named after him. Nah, they were sus as shit, <laughs> Skymaster Chiron, a man with two voices, a second backup voice, with a suck-off protocol that we never heard too much about. A man who died for his city and was brought back in eternal service thanks to the magical power of ether, feels the experience of having his brain plucked out of his jar and as the googly eyes crudely pasted to the side of it flap left and right in the lilting breeze one of the last true heroes of the age of wonder dies six days before the empire itself is doomed to fall and doom shall come to all when that time comes but it is not today there is still tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow and two days after that Yet still time (laughs) to survive if they can just avoid really killing any more major characters in this campaign. It's episode three. I'm losing my mind. And this is, as always, Dragon Friends. Thank you. Well, that's, um, that's going to change things. We are going to need you and I to have a little chat. The Dragon Friends are Alex Lee, Simon Greiner, Eden Lacey, Michael Hing, that's me, and our DM is Dungeon Dave Harmon. Ben Jenkins does all the NPC voices, and Shakira Khan designs our website. Hugh Guest mixes, masters, and edits our podcast, which is recorded on Gadigal Land in Sydney at the Sydney Comedy Store. Thank you for listening, and please remember, Tom Walker never turns up. Friendship is forever, friendship never ends, it doesn't matter what time you're in, you're still a dragon friend, a fucking dragon friend. Who here, who here was one of the half a million Australians? Just trying to gloss over this, trying to move on quickly. Who watched the Today Show? Yeah! 
Let the battle begin. We're ready to roll the dice on the best-selling role-playing game of all time, Dungeons and Dragons. Your dungeon master has placed you in a dreadfully precarious position. You're playing the most phenomenal game ever created. Your choices are limited. Stand and fight or run. Use your lightning bolt. And joining us is the Dungeon Master from the podcast and comedy show The Dragon Friends, Dave Harmon. Hey, Dave. Hey, Dave. Hello. It is so unfair for you to show him and then come to me <laughs> like that. Come on. So um, tell us about it, Dave Dungeon Daddy. Oh, Harmon. no. Dave Dungeon Daddy. Dave Dungeon Daddy. Dave Dungeon Daddy. Oh, that is incredibly upset. That's very that's an insider podcast joke. That just sounds like a weird sex thing. That just sounds like a weird sex thing. Weird sex thing. Weird sex thing. I don't come packaged, but that just sounds like a weird sex thing. I don't come packaged, but I don't come packaged, but that just sounds like a weird sex thing. I don't come packaged, but I don't come packaged, but. That just sounds like a weird sex thing. I don't come packaged, but. I don't come packaged, but. That just sounds like a weird sex thing. I don't come packaged, but. Oh, that is incredibly upset. <laughs> Mom's watching this. What's well, your mom's name? We've had a few. Sylvia. Hi, Sylvia. You must be so proud of, <laughs> yes. the, of the Dungeon Master. Dungeon Daddy. There you go. That's better. Dungeon That's... Daddy. Special thanks to Matthew Pawley from Matt's House of Music for this, frankly, banging remix of the worst birthday of Dave's life. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.